adventurers and friends, welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. A recap of Session 2. After the show concludes, we begin to investigate the death of Myron. We find that he was killed by vipers, likely the same ones we saw earlier. His corpse also seems to have been moved by a swarm of rats based on tracks. When we check Myron's wagon, an explosion of pollen poofs out. Jeb and Kestrel are not amused. We continue to follow the tracks down the river and come across two methods who attack. We defeat them, but do so non-lethally. And when it's all said and done, we just kind of let them go. So Jeb, remind me again, because I I think everybody kind of skipped by this. So what do you what do you want to do with it, Jeb? I just want to let him go. Give him his rocks back. <laughs> he was just collecting rocks. I'm more of a redeemer as Jeb than I am of Daru. It's true, right? you really are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys were Jeb. just collecting rocks. It's true, as far as you know. And if I gotta kill him later, then he's he kind of like his looks pouch. At you. His rock pouch really is just just rocks in it. Yeah, there's just rocks in it. Yeah, come on, guys. He only blew, like, threw up on two of you guys. <laughs> he was pretty hostile. It hurt. Oh, you know what? Just to do one yeah, thing here. Would it be even nicer. Would you really let that happen? Oh, I'd let it go free. You would? All right. I mean, I got my, my vengeance or whatever when I knocked it out. So, like, I don't know. I think I'd be okay with it. <laughs> Um, well, in mean, fact, I'm yeah. actually going to do a three-action heal because I have to heal myself anyways. So fuck it. I'll heal everybody, including it. Oh, okay. Savatri, Savatri heals it and everybody. Jeb uh, gives it its river stones back in its sack and cuts its bindings loose. And it kind of grabs it and it crouches down a little bit. It looks confused. And then it dives into the water and swims away. I was hoping it'd give me a rock. Mo- Moonlight like bows to it as it like looks confused and... <laughs> I really hope it comes back later and like saves us at the end of book six. Couldn't you be friends like with level, one of them? Level twenty method that comes <laughs> and, like, saves our asses. We've fought two creatures and let them go. We've officially a zero kill count. <laughs> That's actually pretty impressive. You guys have. Uh... That is accurate. We fought four four things and killed none of them. Still got an experience for every single one. So what now? Do we just continue on or? Yeah, we're still looking for tracks and shit. So you kind of, uh, you're in the space here where the, the methods were. Uh, you find, like I, said, like I said earlier, that small pile of leaves with a thin blanket. And there's also a bag that's over here with some green stitching on it. And that doesn't appear to like, that wasn't the methods. That was just something else that happened to be at the same place they were. Maybe that's why they were there was to check it out. Could be. Hard to say. What does the green the, stitching look like? It looks like a leaf. Does anybody have knowledge religion? Yeah, yes. I do. Oh, it's Gazra then. But I'll make the check. Please uh, make the check, David. <laughs> Savatri got an 18 religion. Uh, Kestrel got an 11. It's good enough stitching. Kestrel, you even recognize this. It is, in fact, the holy symbol for Gazra. So why is a Gazran fucking druid out to get us? I don't understand. What is Gazra uh, the god of? Uh, the wind and the seas, basically nature. Yeah, I think we're, I think you're jumping to a bit of a conclusion. I'm probably jumping that, to uh, that he's the one that's after us. Uh, let's open up the bag and see what's in there. Inside of the bag, you find a small feather and a rolled up map. The tech magic. The small feather is magic. Does that fe- small feather appear to look like a token? Is it a feather token? <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> 
fucking feather token, yes. <laughs> now who's jumping to conclusions? <laughs> yeah, you sons of bitches. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's the, uh, the the feather token, and you have to identify it if you want to find out what exactly, which feather token it is. But this small rolled up map looks like a map of Aberton. I do want to identify that token, though. Okay. That so it will like take 10 minutes. That's correct. What type of check do you want? Any? I guess an arcana. Any magical check. Religion? I suppose religion is tied to divine. So yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the divine, yeah. 18? An 18 would be enough to identify this object as a uh, holly bush feather token. This feather token is a. Uh, you can transform into another object, and this one turns into a holly bush. It takes a single action to turn it into a holly bush. Oh, that'd be super useful if you had the spell Goodberry. Yes, it Why? would. Because Why? Because you, that... because you have to have like berries to cast Goodberry. So imagine you were like in the desert and you can't get a fresh picked berry. You use this feather token to get a holly bush, and you're like, hey, now I've got fresh picked berries to cast Goodberry. Does it create berries in the holly bush? Eh, maybe not doesn't say it, but I'd say it's... I don't know. I, it does say it can only be activated once. So that is a long way to go to get yourself a good berry. Correct. But I've often thought, like, I love the good berry spell, because it makes you... I like characters that are self-sufficient, but, like, if you're in... If you're somewhere where there aren't fresh picked berries, you're fucked. It's worth six gold. So who wants what, then? Uh, you can throw it to Kestrel. I'll carry the bag with the stuff in it. Yeah, so what was else in there? The feather token... A map of Aberton. And a map of Aberton. Is anything marked on the map if we inspect it? You want a society check? Oh, you know, I forgot something. Uh, there's a few handfuls of tasty nuts in here. Bautry does like her nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will say uh, that there are notes scribbled about different locations all over the map. But most notably are notes and scribblings about the circus of Wayward Wonders. Oh, shit. What's the say about me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, it's basically movements of the circus members and where they are at any given time of the day. They're disturbingly accurate. Let's say that's not creepy at all. There are also two other places that are marked on this map place called Oldland's Orchard and the Hofton Mill. Where are those locations compared to us? We probably don't know. Map, uh, I'm going to have to pull up a map. I mean, I would assume the map shows. It absolutely will. Uh, I was just about to say, well, we're going to go to the map. It's like, fuck it, this is on a map. <laughs> uh, okay, so the big top is at the just outside of town to the northeast. The mill, Hofton's Mill, is on a river, not the small stream that you guys are camped with, but uh, the bigger river that the stream drains into. It's farther east of the big top along that stream. The Oldlands Orchard is a large orchard just on the southern edge of town. Well, sounds like things we're going to want to go check at some point. Did we find any rat tracks like we were looking for? You found some rat tracks that lead out of the river, but they're obscured, and I'll need a survival check to see if you can follow them. So am I doing the survival check? 
Yeah, see if you can follow those rat tracks. Those rat tracks. Dirty old rats. I swear to Desna, if you roll another goddamn 20 on this. Here's your 20. 16. 19. 19. Sorry, 19. You're not able to really discern along the riverbanks here. They are a little too obscured for you to follow. Especially into the forest here. What other leads do we have? The the snakes at the north of the tent? We also want to go through and check to make sure no other wagons are booby-trapped before everybody goes to bed. Yeah, we kind of promised to do that, so... Tyler, Tyler just wore old four secret checks. I am, I am concerned. Moonlight, you see off to the east, like right near the, the camp. It kind of looks like there's a trail that leads off to the east here. I will point it out and say, let's check that quick. Well spotted, Moonlight. It looks like it's like tamped down a little bit. That's how Moonlight was able to detect it. But it's kind of where this line I've put on the map is. Are you guys going to go down the, the path? Yeah, we'll follow it. Okay. Uh, who goes first? Kestrel. Kestrel goes first. I have the highest I see. I think Moonlight will just keep, keep an eye out for rat tracks or... <laughs> rat droppings. Rat droppings. Basically anything unusual, but... I'm going to look for traps the entire way. <laughs> So as you guys are going down the path here, I rolled secret perception checks for everybody. I noticed. And nobody noticed it. But Kestrel, as he's going down the path, places his foot square in between a thorny branch trap. There is a trip wire that releases a branch studded with envenomed forms. And as soon as Kestrel walks into that tripwire, this branch smacks into him. And it's going to have to roll to see if it hits Kestrel first. Goodness gracious. Gets a 28 to hit. These traps have ridiculous hits. Yeah, that is a hit, but luckily not a critical hit. It's going to deal you nine points of damage, five points piercing, four points poison. Goodness gracious. A D8 and a D6 plus four. My God. Are these looking like pretty sophisticated traps, or are they like pretty crudely put together? This one was relatively crudely put together. It's just a trip wire with, uh, you know, the branches pulled back, but there's thorny vines that are wrapped around that branch. Really put together, but effective, and none of us noticed it. <laughs> Correct. Alright, cool. Um, I'm going to go very cautiously as we continue forward, and I'm going to tear that thing apart. <laughs> okay. Do you have, like, a, a, a slashing implement? Or I do. Or punching it? I have a dagger on my, I have a dagger on my person for specifically these kinds of instances. Do you mean for taking out your rage on nature? Well, no, for, like, when hitting things with your fist is obviously dumb. Sorry, I was being antagonistic <laughs> on purpose. So as you guys begin to get further along this trail, you notice that it ends ahead of you in an area where a space, and who is it, Savatri, that identified the, uh, the feather token? Yeah. Correct. Savatri, Savatri, you notice that the path ahead kind of ends with a holly bush that looks looks almost exactly like the holly bush that would be produced from a feather token. Uh, did, did he find out how long it usually lasts? The feather token? Yeah. Is it it like turns it into a bush. So oh, like, like, 
literally a permanent bush. And then it's a bush, and you cannot revert it back to a token. Uh-huh. So this guy was hiding out, camped here, spying on us. And made a holly bush. Well, he was probably using it to hide behind and create berries, maybe. <laughs> okay. Good berry conspiracy theories. Yeah, the yep. good berry conspiracy theory. I'm going to make everybody roll a perception check, because I'm not going to make this one secret again. Well, Moonlight's the perceptive one. None of us uh, come close. Nat, nat 20 for Moonlight for 25. Well done. What about everybody else? Or not I, worth I, it. Jeb, are you even going to try? Or? Nah, I'm too blind right now. I'm still oh, yeah, fucking right. lit. Yeah, minus four. Yeah, just fucking lit. Getting led through the forest by a turtle. Yeah, I suppose this really wouldn't work anyways, because the branches all look like snakes already. Uh, but Moonlight, you notice there is a small viper just to the west of that holly bush that's at the end of this this trail and there is also a larger viper that's draped in the trees to the east of that holly bush i'm assuming this also means we're getting attacked no not necessarily you just see them uh, but they haven't noticed us I mean, we've been making <laughs> we haven't exactly been quiet well they might not be hostile Jeb, you drew stuff I, I point them out to the druid. I see animals. Are they like yellow ones, like the ones that we saw at the? Yep. The ones in the tent, both tiny, or was that one tiny and one was bigger? The ones in the big top tent. Yeah. There were three of them, and they were all small. They're all tiny. Yep. Okay. All yeah, tiny sized. The one that's in the tree is medium sized. That's a big viper. One might say a giant viper. Does it seem aggressive? It looks like it might be checking you out to see if you get any closer. Well, I, in fact, do get a little closer. Then they do... Uh, I think I just, like, stepped up. I know you're not, like, they're not <laughs> striking at you, but now they're, like, their heads lift up, and they're watching you very closely. It looks like they might try to attack you if you get much closer. Well, then I'll just try to talk... Not talk to them. I don't really know. RP wise, how wild empathy works. Like if I just yeah. twiddle my fingers at them. But uh, I mean, that's what you did last time. Yeah. Maybe try again. So they're vipers. Uh, get your flute out. I think I need to pick this up as a trained skill because I only got eleven. I was like, hey, fuckers, don't attack me. <laughs> the snakes remain hostile even after a minute of you trying your little finger tricks that you did with the vipers that were in the big top. It doesn't seem to work, and they worked love... Those finger tricks worked on Ellie. Oh, hold up now. We're not making assumptions now. <laughs> hold up. Need you all to roll initiative now. We're fighting the Vipers. We can't just walk away peacefully. Well, they're going to they're gonna attack you, so if you want to, you know, flee before they do that, sure. But I need you to roll initiative because they're going to attack you. 21. That's two nat 20s in a row. Jeez. I'm going for the jeb. <laughs> I get a 25. I roll a one and get a seven. <laughs> Jeb, what'd you get? Ten. I'm high. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. We are at the top of round one with the Vipers. They haven't attacked yet, but they're about to make hostile actions. Moonlight actually starts us off. Yeah, I'm not in a very good position to do much. Not the things that I wanted to do anyways. I'll have to wait for them to get closer. So readying an action is... Ready in an action is two action, and you create a trigger for a reaction that takes the place of a single action thing, like 
striding or striking. I suppose Flurry of Blows would technically work, since it's a single but not, action. But not cast a spell? Right, if it's a single action spell, sure. Ready action only gives you one action? Yeah. It seems a lot weaker than in 1E, at least for casters. You prepare to use an action that will occur outside your turn. Choose a single action or free action you can use and designate a trigger. Your turn then ends. There's more here, but if the trigger you des designated occurs before the start of your next turn, you can use the chosen action as a reaction. Yeah, that really sucks for casters. Let's see, I guess I will cast Daze on one of them. Okay, you're going to do the big guy in the tree or the little one in the underbrush? I think we'll go with the little one. Alright, then he's going to make a will save and will get save. a 14. That will fail. Alright. He'll take... Four mental damage. Non-lethal. Okay. Little Viper takes four non-lethal mental damage, and it hisses. That was more of a cat hiss. David, insert Viper hiss here. Yeah, it was more of an S. <laughs> Call! <laughs> well done, Jeb. You are so good with animals. <laughs> Alright, then Moonlight, after you cast Daze, what else do you do? I will use third action to cast Shield. Boom. Did you already say that? No. I, I just heard it so much this this session. I wasn't yes. I wasn't sure. Get used to it. I know. That's kind of what I was thinking with two of you doing it. All right. Then after Moonlight, it is the giant Viper's turn, and he spends his first action. Actually, quick. Can I change that? Change what? Instead of shield, I want to I want to um, use my focus spell, Tentacular Limbs, which is a one action. Oh, instead of instead of shield. Shield. Okay, sure. Yeah, and the. So my my like my branches like stretch out, become longer. And that increases your reach for a designated period of time. For one minute. Nice. All right. Okay, then the giant viper is going to slither across the tree. He's still in the tree right now, maybe about five feet up but he's going to slither closer to Jebediah and then spend an action to strike with its fangs and get a 18 to hit. Spot on. Jebediah is going to take five points of piercing damage from the bite from the giant viper. You're also going to need to give me a fortitude saving throw. 18. Jeb's 17. hot. Jeb's real hot. You save. All right. Then with his third action, he is going to coil himself up. He's looking like he's ready to strike. And then after the giant viper, it is Kestrel's turn. Cool. Uh, I am down on HP, which does not make me happy. Um, is the viper to my north, like directly to my north, is it also up in the tree? No, it's on the ground. Okay, so I'd be able to melee that one. Correct. Fuck it. Move up to it. As uh, you move up to it, the giant viper in the tree lashes out at you. Oh, good. 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 He's going to get a 29 to hit. That's critical hit. Critical hit. Weren't you just saying you were down HP? Yep, sure was. Now I'm down even more. Yep. So you I take 19 damage. Yeah. I am unconscious. Probably. So I'm going to say... You went unconscious. In this square. Yeah, right there. 
Um, you're also going to have to give me a fortitude save. Alright. You could increase your dying condition here real fast before, uh, if you fail this. I get a 22. 22 succeeds. Well done, Kestrel. Then well done being dead. Well done, well done being dead. Bravo. Good, good job. Well, the other thing I was considering doing was casting a ray of frost at that one, so it would have been able to attack me with an opportunity to attack anyway, so not well. It is the smaller viper's turn, and he spends his first action striding up to Jebediah, and he is going to make a fang attack on Jebediah. Oh, I rolled a 20 on the die. It's a critical hit. You actually take six points. Nope, nine. Nine points of damage. And you're going to need to give me a fortitude save. 17. Man, you guys keep making this fortitude saves. You keep critting us. I do. That's 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 a payback for the water method fight. <laughs> Please, I let them go. It's true. You did. Then after the small viper critically bites Jebediah right in the heel, it's going to attack him again. This time he's going to get a 16 to hit. That's a miss. Then after the tiny viper goes, it is now Jebediah's turn. And he's pissed. No, not really. Um... I'm gonna give my use an action to give my cat an action here. Let's see, she's right here. So. Turtle joins the fray. And you said the big one coiled up. Uh, it's no longer coiled up because it used. It had to be coiled in order. Oh, that to was use. like an attack of opportunity thing. It, yeah, it used one action during its turn to prepare to make an attack of opportunity. All right. Well, I'm gonna attempt to get rid of this smaller one here. So you and turtle flank it. Mm-hmm. And she will bite it. Ooh, hell yeah. Uh, miss. Uh. I think Turtle should get his own action point, hero point. <laughs> yeah, I think both Jeb and Turtle should have a hero <laughs> Ooh, I'm not so sure about All right. that. Then Jeb will take advantage. Well, 12 still isn't hit, right? Uh, about oh, that's a good point. Let me double check. A 12 will not hit. All right. Well, then, Jeb's just going to have to smack a bitch. 20? Boom. 20 does hit. Four? Uh, you're using enough. your Warhammer, right? Yeah. You take no pleasure in it, but you smash the Viper's skull. I'll bring it back to camp. Somebody can find great work for some snake skin. I bet sure. it's delicious. I'm sure there's somebody that'd be more than happy to use the carcass of this animal. Or whatever. Make some boots. Some snake boots? Alright, um, see, so I got two more things here. Uh, no, I got one more action, sorry. Um, Even though it's it's five feet in the tree, in the air of the tree, you still technically would be adjacent to it. It's kind of like a kitty corner vertically. You know what I mean? Right. I'm actually going to retreat back about 15 feet. Going back by Savatri. More so I'm hoping the cat will tank for a little bit here while we're down, but I'll be done. Okay. Then after Jebediah, it is in fact Savatri's turn. We haven't hurt the other Viper, right? The big one? No. I don't think so, no. I will do a three action heal. Alright. Three action heal for the D8 to everybody, right? Yep. So the Kestrel's up. So that's two to everybody. Nice. Okay. That's my turn. So everybody gets two HP back. And now we're going to go to the top of the round. It is Moonlight's turn. Okay, we just we you said that 
double kitty corner? Is that 10 feet away still for reach weapons, technically? All reach is just a square. Like, templates now are just square. Okay. So I can reach the giant viper from where I'm at with 10 foot of reach. That is correct. Okay. Because my grim, my uh, tentacular limbs gives me 10 foot of reach. And I will cast Spider Sting on him. Ooh, what does Spider Sting do? Spider Sting is my aberrant bloodline spell. And it duplicates a spider's venom, dealing 1d4 piercing damage and possibly afflicting them with spider venom. Okay, so, do you roll to hit it? Uh, no, it is a fortitude save. Oh, okay, so it rolls so a fortitude save. So here we go. Uh, it succeeds, dang. It gets a 19. So he still takes the 1d4 piercing, which is 4 piercing. Okay. And then the 1d4 poison damage on top of that, but it is not, uh, it does not have the spider venom poison, so it doesn't, won't, that won't continue. So it's just the initial piercing damage and 1d4 poison damage. If he got a critical success, would he take the 1d4 piercing but no poison damage? I think so. I mean, because it says critical success, the target is unaffected, but the 1d4 piercing just seems to be automatic. And then that was two actions. I am then going to back the hell away. <laughs> Moonlight gets the fuck out of the giant viper's way. All right. Then that's going to bring us down to a currently prone and newly conscious Kestrel. It's your turn. Yes, yes. Uh, luckily, Kestrel keeps his blood thinned with alcohol enough that the poison doesn't really affect him. Uh <laughs> From the ground, he will simply cast a ray of frost at this giant viper. So that is a spell attack. And get a 20. 20 absolutely hits the giant viper. Okay. And I will deal it 1d4 plus 2. Is plus 2 your casting stat for that? It is. Okay. Wisdom. I have a plus 2 wisdom. I deal it 5 frost damage. Nice. Okay. And then I will just crawl backwards five feet. Okay. And uh, actually, can you crawl more? Can you crawl like half your speed, right? No, you can uh, only crawl five, just five feet. feet. Okay. Yeah. So I just crawl backwards five feet. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Then after Kestrel, the giant viper is going to, it's going to attack Turtle from up wow. in the tree gets a 22 to hit. Eight points of piercing damage to Turtle. And then Turtle has to give me a fortitude save. 13. 13 fails. Turtle is going to take three points of poison damage as Turtle is in stage one of the giant viper venom affliction. Put her at zero. Turtle goes down. Then, with its final action, it's going to take an action to coil itself. Well, I know what that means now. I hate this now. Now you know what that means. And then it's going to pass its third action. It is now Jebediah's turn. Turtle is unconscious. All right, I will use two actions to restore him, presumably, to full health here. Let's see. She's still poisoned, right? Uh, yeah, still poisoned. So, yeah. But it will still have to deal with... Uh, Is saves. your coil thing getting activated, or what's happening there? The, coi- the coil was already activated, but, I mean, Turtle hasn't stood up, has she? 
No, I haven't given her an action. So at the moment, no, just healing her at range doesn't provoke anything. And let's see, for my others, I'll also use heal. Single action, action heal? Yeah. On Kestrel. Kestrel. Thanks, friend. Fuck. Alright. Um, Kestrel gets two back. We're done. Alright. Then after Jebediah, it is Savatri's turn. Bottom of round two. They don't know what to do. I will cast guidance onto. I already did Jebediah before, right? Correct. Yeah. I'll do it on Kestrel. And then Savatri will move closer to it and take a swing at the Viper with her whip. Brave. Alright then. Go ahead and make your attack roll. 23. Ooh, that's a hit. How much damage? Minimum damage with one. Alright. <laughs> and that's my turn. Damage is in fact still damage. Then after Savatri, we are now at the top of round three. And we're going to start off with uh, Moonlight. You're up. Okay, seeing their friend in trouble, Moonlight will move back up and tap into their bloodline again. I mean, Daze and Spider Sting are both bloodline spells. So, then pretty heavily tapping into that aberrant bloodline here in the last uh, half hour or so. <laughs> more and more darkness kind of coalescing around them, and we'll cast Spider Sting again using their long limb to All hit right. this Viper. So, another fortitude save from. Another fortitude save from the Viper. The Viper gets a 10. Fails. There we are. Okay, so, so it's the 1d4 damage regardless. Yeah, because the 1d4 piercing. And then it is also afflicted by spider venom. Okay. Stage 1. Okay, so, so it takes 2 piercing damage. So it then takes an additional 1d4 poison. Okay. And it is enfeebled 1. Ah, okay. And it has... It is, it is poisoned. Okay. So then on its turn, it will need to make a save, otherwise it will advance. Correct. Then after Moonlight, it's Kestrel. And that is all three of my uh, my spells for the day. Kestrel will again um, crawl backward five feet and again use two actions to cast Ray of Frost at that snake. And we'll get a 12 to hit, which looks like it's going to miss. So well, that is going to be my turn. All right, then after Kestrel backs up the giant viper, let me just see something here real quick. So it's coiled. It doesn't necessarily have to use that for the coiled opportunity attack. He can just use it for a regular attack. So the giant viper is going to strike Moonlight from its position. It's going to get a 29 to hit. Oh, fuck this guy. That's a critical that hit. That is absolutely a critical hit. With one HP. That's going to be 15 points of damage. And you're going to have to give me a fortitude save. Fortitude save 10. I think I'm going to use my hero point on that. Okay. Hero point from Moonlight. Uh, and that'll turn into an 18. Which will save against the giant Viper Venom. Well spent hero point. Then I, I am down to one hit point. 
With its second action, it is again going to coil. And for its third action, it's going to pass. And that's going to take us down to Jebediah Hickburn. I don't want to make it look like I'm sacrificing turtle. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Want, do they still have the same dying conditions? Or if she goes to zero, is she dead? No, they still have the same dying yeah, conditions. Okay, that's what I figured. Um, so, but turtle would be wounded one right now. Yeah, correct. Just like Kestrel is wounded two. And what's attacking from prone? Minus two, right? I'm almost certain, yeah. Yes. 100%. Okay, we're gonna give Turtle a turn here. I've got eight hit points. All right, and she will start off with the support action and then attack. So, what does the support action do for you, though? This is the first time we've used it. Um, it's, using support action is just one action. Um, your cat throws your enemies off balance when you create an opening until the start of your next turn. Your strikes. Oh crap! It's the other way around. I'm not doing that. Good thing I read that. Good idea. Because it's just your strikes that it's flat-footed yep. against, not turtles. I'm scared. I'm going to move up. It is going to attack you from its coiled position. It's going to get a 29 hit. <laughs> okay, well then hit. I'll give my cat an attack and a stand up and attack it. Ah. You're, you're definitely going to... Yeah, I'm already unconscious. It's fine. Um, I mean... I guess you have eight. You could technically not. No, it's go plus on. five. You're gonna double roll one. Okay. I mean, it's possible. <laughs> I guess. Shut up. <laughs> Stupid DM. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, in my cab, I was a six. Yeah, I rolled. I'm done. Three. So Jebediah goes. I don't know. This is even even two. with freaking enfeebled on it. It's still rolling twenty nines. Well, I've rolled two nineteens in a row. Jeb is dying too. Nope. Not. <laughs> Why am I dying too? Because it was a critical, critical hit. Oh, okay. Then that's going to take us to the bottom of round three. Savatri, it's your turn. Your party is dying around you. Mm -hmm. I just took the coil out for Kestrel, so it's fine. I will do a three action heal. Mm. All right. Everybody gets three HP, including well, the Viper. Why are we doing that? Let's just kill it. Because you're down. Who cares? We care about you, Jeb. And we care about... You're another turtle. person to hit it. And Turtle <laughs> is another thing to hit it. All you're of you a, go before the Viper. You're a valued member of this team. Just kidding. <laughs> Take all the hits for me. <laughs> okay, then after uh, Savatri's three-action heal, that's going to bring us to the top of round four. Moonlight, it's your turn. Don't forget to take your healing there, Moonlight. Yep, you got three back. So I was reading up on poisons and when the stage ticks. Oh yeah, when, does Turtle take a if one? It, if it's on my turn or their turn. Oh, I think it's your turn, and yes, Turtle does have to make a fortitude save. <laughs> oh, nice. So that Turtle gets a 22, which is going to reduce that poison. It was at stage one, so it reduces it by one. That venom is now out of turtles system now here's the question swanee if you've been looking into it if they save and reduce the stage of the poison do they still take poison damage that round like they would per, uh persistent yeah damage? like the persistent damage is all like at the end of the turn is when you make your save yeah uh, at the end of a stage is listed interval you must attempt a new saving throw so it sounds like it's at the end of 
the interval before the next one happens. Uh, success, you reduce the stage by one. The affliction stage is ever reduced below stage one. The affliction ends and you do not need to attempt further saves unless you're exposed again. It almost sounds like you don't take that damage. I don't think... I don't think you do. You, I mean, it says at the end of a stage is a listed interval. So if it's a one round, at the very end of that one round, you make the save. And if you pass it, you don't go into the next interval. And it is one round on this poison. And I think, and most poisons I think are, but... Yeah, what about what about the uh, spider? That is also Did one it? round. So, so he will have to make a save now since it's my turn. Since it's your turn. Okay, so he has to make a fortitude save now. Okay. So yeah, he passes, and he becomes also stage zero. Which means he will not take any damage. He he's not... no longer poisoned. That's what it seems. Isn't it seems like he's in, no longer enfeebled one as well. Would I be correct? I would think so. Moonlight, what do you do with your turn? Yes, what do I do with my turn? I'm out of first level spells. Um, so yeah, I guess my only real option... I'm just going to try to daze it, I guess. Wait, what else? What other options? Do you have any other cantrips that are damaged? I can telekinetic projectile, but... Wouldn't chill touch work since you have the elongated... Yeah, but then I'd have to stay close to it. You know, oh, like... I see you moved away. I didn't see that you moved away. Yeah, I didn't want to be that close to it. Not at three <laughs> hit points or four hit points. So we'll make it do a will save. It's going to get a nine on its will save. That will fail. It'll take... For mental damage. Alright. Nice. Then after Moonlight moves away, cast Daze, it is now Kestrel's turn. And the thing, it does not look coiled right now, right? Uh, it is not coiled right now, correct, because Act- it did its attack of opportunity on Jeb. Yep. Action 1, stand. Action 2, move over behind it. Action 3, flurry. Okay. It is currently flat-footed. Yee. Yee. So that's a 16 to hit it, though it's flat-footed, so it'd be an 18 to hit it. Does not hit. Alright, attack number two. Uh, gonna miss again. Done. Alright, then after Kestrel, it is Jebediah. Uh, I'm gonna Here stand go. up. Okay, no, wait. wait, 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 wait. I might. Wait, no. no, yeah, that's fine. I'll stand up. And then I will give my cat a turn. And Try I will get turn. attack it with myself first. And we're getting flanking here. 22. 22 hits. All right, bye. Kill this viper. How much damage? Six. Ooh, it is still up. All right, well, it is flat-footed. I mean, I shoot, I did that out of order. Whatever, I guess it's not. I'll attack with my cat. I meant to use the support thing there. I mean, it doesn't give... It doesn't give Turtle flat-footed, and you're, he's already flat-footed to you because of... No, it, no. your cat throws your enemies off balance when you create an opening. Until the next turn, your strikes that deal damage to a creature that your cat threatens makes the target flat-footed until the end of the next turn. Oh, just flat-footed, period. Yeah. Not yeah. flat-footed to your strikes. Oh. But technically, I didn't say that I was using the support action. So, but you haven't used Tiger's turns yet. Right, or but turtles turns. So yeah, but then I. So if I do action. support, are we gonna say it already happened? If you do support, I mean, what I'm saying is, is your your attack was already against its flat-footed AC because of Kestrel. If turtle uses its first action to support and then its second to attack, I would say it'd be flat-footed against. All right. 
Well, I think yeah. I think I was supposed to do it as I'd give a turn to Turtle, he'd support, then I'd attack, and then Turtle would attack, and then. Oh. It would I'll I think do that. Since it's now. all like happening at the same yeah, time, yeah. I'm perfectly fine seems with fine. it. Yeah, it seems like too much to go, you know, back and forth specifically. All right, all right. I'm action pointing that because I'm sick of this thing. <laughs> oh. Here we oh. go. Eighteen. But that doesn't include the flat footed. Oh, yeah, it does, because I was at Eden plus two. Oh, no, is that right? Plus two. Yeah. I, I would technically do a minus two with AC, so really it doesn't matter either way. But an 18 will not hit it. Cool, let him one-shot three of us. All <laughs> right. It is the giant viper's turn. Hot damn, guys. Okay, I think it's going to go... It's going to take a, an attack against Turtle first. It's going to get an 18 to hit Turtle. Yep. Are you sure you didn't want it to attack Kestrel first? Because I'm the only one an 18 wouldn't hit. <laughs> no. Jackass. <laughs> Turtle's going to take eight points of piercing damage and will need to give me a fortitude save. 14. 14 will fail. Turtle will take four points of poison damage. That is now the stage one. The Viper will then take its second attack to attack Kestrel. He's going to get a 25 to hit. With another 19 on the die. Yeah, that hits. You're going to need to give me a fortitude save, but you're going to take 8 points of piercing damage. I'm unconscious as well. That puts Kestrel at dying 3. I get a 22 fortitude save. That is plenty fine on your fortitude save. You are not poisoned. And for its third action, it is going to coil which is going to bring us down to the bottom around four, Savatri. Whip it good. There's not a lot more I can do. Did you take, do you have any damage cantrips or no? No. I mean, get it unconscious, then go break it. The D- Divine only has Holy Lance, and it didn't really seem yeah. like something I wanted to take. Or Divine Lance. So Divine Lance, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I knew the options weren't great. I just wasn't sure if you had taken it or not. A lot of heal spells, too. I guess your only option is to whip it then. <laughs> uh, Kestrel's dying right now, right? Yep. Dying three? Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's flat footed. It is currently um, flat footed. I am going to first use Stabilize on Kestrel. Sweet. Is that arranged? It, it is. Provo- you're provoking then. It is 30 feet. That's provoking. Dang. He's right. That's, that does provoke. And I want to take a five foot step back. What do you mean? That'll straight up kill you. It'll crit. Okay, well, I attack first attack and then. <laughs> okay, I'll attack him first. <laughs> Just saying. Jesus. He's kind of right, though. 20, I hit. 20 does hit, yes. Two damage. <laughs> and dead. it's dying. Uh, <laughs> ow, I stabilize Kestrel. Perfect. Perfect. Just like you meant to do it in the beginning. <laughs> you want me guys to tell you a secret? No. It had one HP left. Obviously. Yeah, it had one HP left. <laughs> Okay, real quick, before we lose track of this, get stabilized, I want Turtle to give me a fortitude save. Because Turtle is now dying two. Or is this dying three for Turtle? Uh, you didn't crit Turtle, so it just you two. Just dying two, okay. Is it Turtle still poisoned? Mm-hmm. Or is Turtle poisoned? Got got poisoned for a second time. Oh, it's so suspenseful when you do that. Sort of <laughs> is it like, is it going to be a 17, a three? Uh, and you know, 10? it doesn't matter what the dice reads, because it'll register know. something else. A 13's not going to do it. I mean, it should be at least a 14, shouldn't it? Trained plus level? What's or con? does it not get level plus con? 
Like Khan's Khan. 11. Yeah, I was going to say he might not even get anything from Khan. No, your Khan can't be 11. Why can't it be 11? It's because it, the cat, I mean, they specifically are, they just show modifiers. Yeah, so it'd be plus one from 10, 11. No, your modifier oh. is plus one. Which means it's a 12 or a 13. It's actually. a 12. With the base ability modifier. Oh, oh I so misunderstood what you were asking earlier, Spencer. Yeah, that's like that means its strength would have to be fourteen, and its dex would. Have well, to be why wouldn't it just give me the stats? Because like if it's if its dex is plus thirteen, how do I know if it's sixteen or seventeen? Wait, it I says don't. plus thirteen. No, it says plus three. Like it's that's what it's. That means it's ability. either sixteen or it's, seventeen. Yeah. But to an extent, it doesn't really matter. I don't yeah, it does because my next level, I they all get plus one. That's which one means it gets modifier. A plus one mod. Not just a one. Oh, so they don't have a stat like in in. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they just have yeah. modifiers. They just have modifiers. They don't give you stat blocks. Oh, well, she might have survived a lot of stuff then. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Let's That's just a say, stupid way to read it. Whatever. Say I, yeah, fine. fine yeah, because it specifically says exactly. modifier. Goddamn right, she's fine because she was gonna die. <laughs> I think she would have died. Yeah, because I don't have heal, and Savatri doesn't have a heal left. Yeah. And, uh, do you, you can focus to get yours back, Yeah, right? ten minutes. She won't survive the ten minutes. No, no, not ten minutes. That's sixty opportunities to die. Savatri ends that snake's life by wrapping her whip around its neck and pulling it down out of the tree, and it lands headfirst onto a root, and it is unconscious. Stomp on it. Kill it. Unconscious or dead? It's Could've unconscious. Run. You did non-lethal damage to it. But then it fell and took one damage and died. Do we want to talk to the snake? I want nothing no. to do with this snake. I'm going to go throw in the fire. <laughs> I, will, I will grind it under my proverbial heel. Yes. I think maybe the party's a I, little salty I, about this I, giant I should, viper. I'm going to go around healing people. Oh, it only it only rolled five Brits on us. It's fine. Yeah, it, it only completely <laughs> decimated our group. Uh, what was its first attack? A 10 plus 11? Yeah, it's plus 11 with its first attack. What was this, fucking extreme? Uh, <laughs> actually, hold on, let me check. Snakes in the woods. Oh, you guys are going to be so pissed off. It's fucking moderate. This is a moderate encounter. Unless it crits five times. Yeah, Unless, it's, it's all about the dice. About the it dice, rolled man. well. And we, it's like, we rolled well against the methods, this snake rolled well against us. Yeah, and well, yeah. in the methods, we're it's a... All uh, about, it's all about the rolls. Okay, the methods were a moderate encounter as well. Methods. Yeah. So, I mean, so technically, they were the same level of difficulty, but we steamrolled one and got our got asses it. kicked by the other one. Got your shit rocked on this one, boys. Sorry. Um, gentleman, lady, and uh... Tree? Tree? <laughs> you could just say folks or something. Folks? Alright, y'all. So let's go back to the fire and, and wait an hour and treat wounds and wait another hour and treat more wounds. <laughs> Everybody stay here. It'll all be fine. We come limping back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's, it hurts. We not, brought it's snakes. Not it's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> but we got some snakes for dinner. Let's make some snake stew. I want some, some snake skin boots. <laughs> Somebody make me some boots. Except I don't wear clothes. But you know, <laughs> you could. You're gonna, gonna make an exception. You're gonna I'll wear make some, some boots. Some, I'm wearing some some snake skin bracers or something. <laughs> Did we find anything else in that area? Uh, where the snakes were? Yeah. Yeah, we'll search that area thoroughly. Can we say I'm conscious now? You got the, uh, the stabilized. Yeah, I'd say right. after the ten minutes. Well, let's, let's talk about, uh, let's just get 
Yeah, let's get those heels in. Let's figure out how long it takes. And let's All right, end, just let's to justify Cat not dying. Okay. The here. last attack, if I did my modifiers right, she would have hit. Because it's what, AC's 19? Yeah. Yeah, she would have. It'd be plus 13. I mean, oh, sorry, okay. plus, it, I rolled the one. I got an 18. Yeah, 18 to hit. It would have been not 20 to hit. Which means you would have put Killed it down. It with the cat. Yeah. Yeah, with the cat before it even got Kestrel or me or everyone again yeah everyone all over okay that'll work okay well let's we're like i said we're just gonna find out how long does it take to heal everybody using treat wounds uh i'm assuming you guys just want to take the time to heal the fuck up well because we still wanted to check all the wagons do we still want to do that tonight i guess people need to be able to go to bed you I mean, we're just go going to back to yet. camp or because we still need to find the rats right that's the idea yeah and to check all of the spots. I mean, if you want to find the rats, I mean, you could theoretically put off finding the rats for tomorrow, but oh, we gotta check tonight, all, of the, all of the camps. You gotta check all the wagons for the people, otherwise they're not gonna go to bed. Especially now, y'all come back. And no, we make it look like we fucking we're fine. I clean up. Yeah, you're gonna. Are you gonna heal in the trees then? I think I think we're gonna heal up yeah, in the woods here. Yeah, we we can't go back looking all <laughs> venom bitey. Get your shit kicked right. in. Well, I I actually look fine. My character will take 10 minutes to get back a focus point and heal Cat to full. Okay, so real quick, uh, so for the first 10 minutes, Jeb gets the focus. I'll uh, get a focus. I'll treat wounds on Kestrel. I'll get another one. Thanks for joining us here on the MinMax Podcast. As we mentioned earlier, if you'd like more information about our characters and the Extinction Curse campaign, we have that information on our website, minmaxed.com. You can find our character sheets, character art, and backstories. You can also find links to all of our different things like Discord, where you can come and hang out with us and other MinMaxed fans, and our Patreon if you'd like to support us. Join us again next week as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.